0: In a space already brimming with artificial intelligence applications, two companies are leveraging AI in a really interesting um, sort of dating relationship, mental well-being kind of space. So former Tinder CEO, as I mentioned, Renee Nyborg's startup Mino has just secured $3.9 million in a seed round led by Sequoia. And the idea behind her startup is to fight loneliness through an AI-powered chatbot. Now, It's going to be interesting to see you know what exactly that means a lot of AI powered chatbots um but we're going to dive into that but meanwhile of course as I mentioned Bumble CEO Whitney Wolf Heard is envisioning AI as kind of the future of digital matchmaking so let's dive into Mino first and then we'll talk about some others but Mino essentially previously known as Amari aims to release its AI powered chatbot apps on the app store this December so the idea is, is that it has a focus on countries like the US, UK, Canada, Australia, right? So English-speaking countries primarily. And of course, the startup has raised um, recently the $3.9 million I mentioned, but I think to date they've raised around $5 million. And this is thanks to participation from Andrew Ne AI Fund and NEA, among others, angel investors like Megan Jones-Bell, the clinical director of mental health at Google, and Jim Lanzone, who's the CEO of yahoo have also jumped on board with this so the company's really distancing itself from similar startups like replica and blush by categorizing their ai solution as a quote-unquote personal mentor rather than a virtual girlfriend or a therapist and renee nyborg has said she gained insights into the loneliness issue among young users particularly gen z during her tenure at tinder so she was inspired to use large language models as a tech-based solution after discussing with Andrew Nies' uh, post to her exit, uh, I think, from Twitter. And Mino is particularly kind of concentrating on an iOS launch due to the iPhone's popularity among teenagers and Apple's, you know, really robust privacy issues. Anyways, this is what she said. Um, in my opinion, as someone who uses an Android um i don't know i always think it's funny um also i guess my insight into this because i also have different you know chat bots and things um on ios and android uh, my insight into this is you make a lot of your money from ios uh i think people spend a lot more on apps there and so you'll usually kind of see this where people are like concentrated on ios launches first now the reason for this is because a lot of startups they want to build um ios apps natively on ios's swift and uh then they want to build them natively on android so there's like there's there's two ways you can go about this problem and i i've seen people do it both ways but i for one have actually released apps in what's called um react native and essentially what it does there's also one called um flutter but there's a couple different languages like this where essentially you can, you can create apps and every time you do an update to Flutter, for example, it will update the iOS and Android apps. Um, so that's the option I've went for. I've seen a lot of people that just do, like, essentially they'll just do a native iOS app. The problem with doing just a native iOS app is then you have to essentially start from scratch when you build your Android app. And anytime you want to make an update to one or the other, like you have to have a team working on them completely separate. So that's kind of the the benefit of other tools like React Native or, um, you know, Flutter and, and some other ones. So in any case, um, they're going to just do the iOS app because it's probably going to make them a little bit more money. Um, and I think that the startup is offering a 12 month premium service to early users who sign up before January 31st, 2024. So As Mino gears up to cater to Gen Z, it's aware of the challenges. I think AI chatbots like Snaps have faced criticism for inappropriate behaviors, uh, requiring the rollout of user safeguarding tools. So Mino addressed these issues with a complex proprietary conversation system trained on multiple models. Although details are not very clear on what exactly this means, Mino um, has said that there are additional guardrails for self-harm and suicide prevention. So looking over to... Um, a little bit more of the dating side. Bumble's AI-infused future is definitely what's got uh, headlines this week. So Whitney Heard, CEO of Bumble, um, also has some pretty big visions for AI in dating. Sp- the dating space. She believes that the technology is going to improve online dating experiences. Has and has been using um, AI-driven algorithms for matching users on Bumble for years. Right. This is something we hear a lot of a lot of the time. Like AI algorithms have been used in virtually everything online. So Uh, A lot of companies that have been doing this for a long time think it's funny when everyone's making a big deal about AI and, you know, they've been doing it forever. But she specifically said, quote, I would really think or I would really think about AI as a supercharger to love and relationships. She revealed that the company isn't looking to create AI based virtual partners, right? (laughs) They're not going to do like the whole replica or whatever type app, but they're going to focus on customer pain points to reduce friction and stress in the dating process, apparently. So. Wolf Heard is contemplating the development of a personal AI matchmaker for Bumble users. Um, and this would involve a highly personalized process where the AI matchmaker would gather some comprehensive data about users preferences and life goals to better match them with potential partners. Um, this is not just about, you know, swiping left or right. It's about using AI to essentially facilitate deeper connections. So, uh, you know, essentially we're bringing back arranged marriages in the modern day, but just with AI now. Um, both companies, I think, are kind of at the forefront of combining AI with human relationships, whether it's fighting loneliness or helping people find love. Uh, I think they are leveraging AI to address fundamental human needs. Wolf Heard sees a really interesting opportunity in the intersection of AI and human connection. Um, I think the financial prospects are equally promising. Bumble's CEO didn't disclose any specific pricing details, but indicated that an AI-powered offering would definitely be a premium following in the footsteps of Tinder's new $500 a month tier. So as both companies prepare to launch their next AI-infused uh, initiatives, I think one thing is clear, AI is becoming increasingly entrenched in the fabric of our emotional and relationship lives, um, posing both unprecedented opportunities and also, of course, as challenges. So with AI leading the way over time, um, I think you know only time will tell how to how our pursuit of love and companionship is going to involve in the digital age. Definitely a very interesting story and uh, kind of area that we're definitely going to continue to cover if you are looking for an innovative and creative community of people using chat gpt you need to join our chat gpt creators community i'll drop a link in the description to this podcast we'd love to see you there where we share tips and tricks of what is working in chat gpt it's a lot easier than a podcast as you can see screenshots you can share and comment on things that are currently working so if this sounds interesting to you check out the link in the comment we'd love to have you in the community